Future Aaron here. Uh, I'm sat here editing this and I've realised there is a, a couple of audio issues here. Um, there is going to be a couple of uh, audio cutouts. Um, I do apologise for that, but there's not a lot I can do about it. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy the episode. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Bolton Fan TV podcast. Today is the long-awaited uh, ever in or out podcast, and I'm joined by and also the host of the uh, Once in Never Out podcast, uh, Alexander. Um, how are you both? I'm all right. Not too bad, mate. How are you? Uh, I'm very good, thanks. I'm looking forward to this podcast. I've been wanting to do this for a long time. Um, it should be interesting. Should be very interesting. Um, right, let's start with the obviously the upcoming game tomorrow, FA Cup action for Bolton. Tyler, how do you think this, this one's going to go? I don't think we're, we're going to do too well in the FA Cup. So my already prediction is we're going to get beat three one. So I think we'll get a consolation goal at the end. That's what that's my prediction. And uh, Alex, how about you? Um, well, as Tal said, the FA Cup, you could, I'm opposite to him, I think we could do a cup run, is due this season, I think him will win 2-1, we can actually get, I believe we can get one over them, like, because they've already beaten us in, this, in the season already, so hopefully we can get one over them, and I'm saying Sar- Sarson, bottom to score if they both start tomorrow. I mean, I I don't know, Like, I'd like to believe we can go on a, a, a cup run, it'd be very much like a good thing for our season, but I just don't see it happening. You know, we've not had the best of starts to the season, as everybody knows. Um, we've not necessarily been that good in the FA Cup over the past few uh, times we've even been in it. But, I mean, anything could happen, you know. We expected to kind of lose to Bradford, I think, a lot of people, uh, because they'd beaten us earlier on in the season as well. Uh, and then, you know, we kind of turned up against them. So, Anything's possible, uh, as I've said many times on this podcast, especially this year, with well, this season. Football is, well, it's, it's just crazy uh, this season. Um, right, let's go score predictions. Tyler, you think we're going to lose tomorrow, I'm, I'm assuming? Yeah, 3-1. Three, jeez. <laughs> okay. Not a bad side, though. Yeah, they're not. They are a very good side, to be fair. Um, Alex, what are your... Score prediction? Oh, score prediction. Um, I said we're going to win 2 1. Yeah, I said Fonz and Sasa score, of course. That's if he starts tomorrow, of course. I mean, I, I, I think it will be a very close game for sure. So I'm, I'm going to say, uh, I see, I want to back Wanderers, but I just don't know. Um, you know what? I'll, I'll go 2 1 as well. Um, yeah. Let's get into now the what this podcast is mainly about. Um, obviously, if you follow me on Instagram, then you well follow the BWFC Fan TV Instagram. You'll know kind of my views on this, but um, yeah, let's start with Alex this time. What are your views on uh, Ian Ever? Do you think he should be in? Should he be out? <clears throat> 
I fairly firmly think he should be in. It's still early days under his leadership. Yes, we've had a slow start. They've only won the one game in the league. But with the current situation in, in the world, the squad that we have together haven't had time to gel and really do any activities to get to know each other well. So because of COVID, not able to go out and socialise with each other. Um, but Everett has to be in for me. I still believe he's a man for the job. I know some people may disagree with me or agree with me, but... I just think he's coming to a, a tough job from a good job he had at Barrow. But it's a bigger club, bigger expectations. But I still believe that with the backing the Football Ventures have given him, he's still the man to lead us forward for the next almost two years of his contract, really. I can't see us sacking him unless something drastically changes from here now to the end of the season, which I can't see happening. Yeah, I agree. I think it is very early in the season and um a bit later in the podcast i'll go over some like a dm conversation i had with another uh bolton fan but um yeah i i agree it is still way too early in the season to even consider it in my opinion um tyler i well the last time i spoke to you about this was you know you were ever in are you still ever in yeah i'm still ever in like you both said i agree with both of you it's too early for like to make a justification on whether you want you want him out or want him in because we've only played what say about six to eight games, not had the best run. It's too early for him. So I keep him in to see how, how well he can do, like if he can change the the form of Bolton. That's what I think. I mean, with the team we've got, it should be not even a question on if, it should be when, realistically. But, yeah. you know, we are Bolton Wanderers. We don't, <laughs> we don't do things easily, to put it simply. Um, yeah, I mean, again, I agree. It is way too early, but um, I mean, somebody disagreed with me in DMs actually and said that it's not too early, but I, again, I'll get on to that. Um, personally, I think, I don't think the issue with this team lies with Ian Everett, to be quite honest, because, you know, some people might agree, some some people might disagree. Um, I believe that it, it does lie with the players, you know, um, there's not a lot of people giving 100% on that football pitch. There's a very few, which, you know, Sarsovic has been outstanding. Peter Chioso, again, outstanding. Um, Brock Bank was getting there before his injury. I don't know what the extent of his injury was. Um, you know, Delfonso has been a bit hit or miss for me. Um, but yeah, it's like I put on my Instagram story the other day, like, if you're saying ever out, you probably need to look at yourself and actually yeah. consider, you know, looking at the other side and actually looking at what's right, <laughs> to be quite honest. Because at the end of the day, we've said it, it's early. Um, Ian Everett's a very good manager. I've said this. I've said since he joined that I'm, I'm going to back him because at the end of the day, Bolton do need to play an attacking style of football. We've not seen the best of it. But we have seen very good things from uh, Wanderers, which I don't think we've seen in previous seasons. It's, it's the, This team is so good, in my opinion. Um, it's just we do need to find the results, obviously, and that's why Everett's getting all the stick and, you know, Ever-outers are all raging at the minute. Um, yeah, what do you think needs to change? Obviously, I know players' attitudes uh, do need to change. But um, other than that... Changes, you know, tactics-wise, Tyler? I'd say, keep. I know he's got, like, he's used the formation for Barrow, which he, 
it's doing well, but I think if we get backups from in January, because we how many injuries we've got now, like what eight going in total? We've had loads. <laughs> it's madness. And if he, if you're looking for an attacking formation, try like try four, like almost four at the back, and then two, one, two. Do you know, like say we're two CDMs, like one camp and two strikers. Mm. I that's mean, what, that's... It, it's one of them as well, though. I'm very interested to see, you know, when Politic is back. I want to see how he fits the team because if we're still playing this formation, I don't know if Politic is even going to be able to fit in. I know there was rumours at the start of the season before Politic got injured that um, he was supposed to be playing as a striker, I heard somewhere. I don't know how true that was, but. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I just don't know if he'd be able to fit into this team, which, unless when he does come back, we do start to use wingers again. Who knows? Um, Alex, do you think he needs to change anything tactically this season? Um, well, I said before, it's early days, but in terms of the tactics at the moment, um, I know he's changed it in recent weeks because he's put Sarsovic in a more attacking role for me. Um from what he said of after Tuesday, the game on Tuesday against Mansfield. Um, but for me, he just needs to put incorporate wingers in. I know he doesn't like using them, but yeah, you are playing good football, but that means we need more attacking options, really, just up and around the attacking third. It's just, as a person against him, I just think he needs to tweak the formation just ever so slightly, but not, not change it too much too quickly in case the players then don't try and get what he's trying to, to incorporate in. Yeah, I mean, I how do you reckon he's going to incorporate them though? Because I don't think we've got that many people capable of playing winger positions right now. I could be mistaken. But Kioso is primarily, you know, a right wing back or a left wing back. Um, yeah, I don't know. Politic is the only one coming to my mind for wingers. So how do you think he's going to... Obviously, we could just bring some in whenever he decides um, when the transfer window opens. But if that's not an option, you know, if we need to maybe change up drastically in the in the coming months, um, who do you reckon he's going to play at wingers? We've got Jamie Mask who can go from left-back to like left-mid because he's had experience at left-mid at one of the World League teams he's been at before he came to Bolton. So I think try and mask or left mid and then keep whoever's on the left. I think that could be one option. I don't know any others. I think it, we may have Isgrove as a winger, right? I think. Yeah, but he, he's injured, isn't he? Uh, I believe so. No, I know. That's what you said. He was on the bench on Tuesday. He was on the bench on Tuesday, but he didn't come on. All uh, right, okay. Um, I know I Sean he, Miller's very I think he close. He could start tomorrow, to be honest. He could. Yeah. It's, it's um, Miller's very close I could be, to I could be wrong. I'd... I know that. Um, so, yeah, let's get back on to, you know, Everton or out. Um, I have made a few notes on this just so I didn't, you know, ramble on and uh, take a long time. So, for me, he's a very good manager, in my opinion. Uh, he's not afraid to give criticism. You know, we've seen it with Krellin. Okay, that situation... Could have probably been handled a lot better, but uh, I said it on one of the other episodes that 
Um, I don't believe it was wrong, whatever it did, because, you know, Krellin, next game, fantastic. He was almost unbeatable on, on the day. In fact, I don't think he did concede a goal. Um, and, you know, a lot of people gave him criticism. It was, it caused an uproar, quite frankly. Um, but for me, I don't think it was the wrong decision to call him out on it. I just think he did choose his words poorly. Um, it definitely wasn't, for me, bullying at all. Um, yeah, so he's not afraid to give criticism where, you know, previous managers have been, you know, my prime example, Keith Hill. I don't think he ever said anything negative about the team ever. So, um, <clears throat> and also, like I said as well, I touched on it. Uh, a lot of players are not given 100% when they step onto that football pitch. Um, which it's almost like, uh, I know a lot of people have said this, it's almost as if they believe they've made it just because they've signed for a club that's got, you know, quite an amazing history, to be quite honest. You know, we've won FA Cups. We've one of the founding members of the Football League. So you can kind of understand it, but at the same time, it's kind of like, yeah, but we're in League Two, you know? If we're in the Premier League... Okay, maybe I could understand it a lot more, but we're not. We're sat in League Two, unfairly, um, you know, whatever anyone's opinions are. For me, it's unfair that we're in League Two. But, um, yeah, I mean, we're in League Two. We have to deal with it, and the players aren't putting in the performances. So, like I said as well, standouts, Sarsovic, Kioso. Um, Doyle would have been a standout if, you know, we were actually supplying him with the ball. Um, Delfonso has been a bit hit or miss. Uh, Brockbank, I think, has been very good since he started playing a bit more regularly now. Darcy as well, I'd say. Yeah, Darcy's been very good. Uh, Crawford started the season, I think, kind of all right, and then he's kind of dropped off the past couple of games. But yeah, um, what what else do you think needs to happen this season? You know, I know it's a bit of a general question but um yeah Tyler you got anything no I actually haven't uh let me go to the Instagram DMs I was talking about um when I put on uh the Instagram story about you know players not giving 100% and stuff um I'm not going to say the name because I don't know if they want to um be named on the podcast but uh, he did give me permission to read out the conversation we've had. So thank you if you are listening. I appreciate appreciate it. Helps the podcast. Um, so yeah, I'll read you the exact thing I put on my story. Uh, I basically said, if you're saying ever out this early in the season, then you need to check yourself, which I probably could have worded it a bit better. But yeah, and then uh, this person has replied earlier. He's had 10 games which it, he's kind of trying to make it sound like, you know, 10 games is a lot. In the grand scheme of things, it isn't, which is actually what I replied with. Um, you know, we've still got 38 games left to play of this season, not including the cup games, you know, if we do go far in the FA Cup. Um, and then this person, I, I wouldn't say he's ever out, but I don't think he'd be annoyed if it happened. Um he basically thinks that if Everett loses 10 more games, then he has to go. Now, 
I mean, and then he also goes on to say, uh, people are going to say about because we made Leighton Orient look like prime Barcelona, which I wouldn't say we made them look like Barcelona, but I understand what he's trying to say. You know, 4 0 is never a good thing. Um, and then he basically says that we need to start getting results or his back's against the, against the wall. Um, it goes back to the whole point of it is still too early, like 10 games, you know, like. And also as well, he actually mentioned that apparently we'd lost every game, which, you know, we haven't. <laughs> so, you know, I mean, even though we have been getting a lot of draws, they are still results. You know, it's points. Yes. Okay. A lot of them we could have won and probably should have won, but we didn't. And it is what it is. But um, Everett hasn't done bad, I don't think, this season. You know, again, early early does. But um, yeah, Alex, you got any thoughts on the uh, DMs? Um, well, I can I can understand why people want to say Everett out because some of them expected us to be flying up the top of the table. But obviously, the amount of players we got in, we we got twenty in. We weren't exactly gonna be up there early doors. But as you say, ten games in, there's still thirty six league games to go. For forty eight, if you said including the playoffs and all and all that. But for me. I want to start to, in their opinion, whether they're ever in or out. I mean, it's it's how they feel. And, and basically, yeah, I know we've only won two under 14 under Everett, but but yeah, some of the draws, as you said, we've got put you got point of it, like the game, game on Tuesday night in the last minute through Sars again. Um, but yeah, but I can say why people want to say it, but it's, as I said before, I'm going to back on it again. It's too early to say Everett's out, in my opinion, because he's not had that long to get the players into his way of thinking and hopefully soon the players will gel and things will click as I believe they will but I'm going to see where we are now from here now on in till at least February March to see how well we're doing in the league by then as, as I say I can't see us getting rid of him because the compensation payout of his contract would be quite extortionate shall we say if we did get rid of him now yeah I agree um I do understand why people say it, you know. At the end of the day, everyone's got an opinion. Uh, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Um, but yeah, I do get why, obviously, people are saying it. Like like you said, um, they kind of expected it straight away. But I think also as well, the main thing that's doing it is also ever kind of expected it to happen straight away. You know, he came in and automatically said he wanted to be in League, League One next season which is very optimistic considering he hadn't even signed anybody at that point. Um, and then, yeah, we're, we're now here. We're not at the bottom of the table, but we're not far off it. So, Tyler, what are your thoughts? I think that DM was harsh saying, do you know when you said about the, if you if we lose t- 10 more games to make it right, say 20 games, hmm. you get so that's too harsh that, in my opinion, because, why would you say something like that when it's early days, like like you both said? It's too early days to make an agreement. Oh yeah, oh yeah, he's lost he's lost twenty games in total. Oh yeah, he should be out. Give give the guy some like give a give the guy a chance to do well. It's a team like Bolton. He's been like got history and all that lot. He's not been in that long, so give him some time to like gel with the team to get to get more results. The thing is, as well, I'd, I'd, I mean, I could be way off here, but 
to me, it almost looks like... I wouldn't say that the players don't care. They're just not necessarily bothered. I know to some people that's probably the same thing, but the kind of... I think it depends the, on their mood on the day. You know, some days they'll turn up, it'll be a very good team performance. We might not win the game, but everyone looks like they're fighting till the last minute. Whereas, you know, other games, like, for example, previous game, Sars looks like he was the only one trying when he got to the towards the end of the game. And that's why he, ends up, he ended up getting the goal that uh, got us a draw. So... Again, I understand why people are saying it, you know, high expectations, which is nothing wrong with that. But at the same time, you do have to have some sort of realism, which actually brings me on to my next uh, question to you both, is um, what do you make of all the criticism Everett's getting yet again about him now going back on what he said at the start of the season, basically saying that, you know, we probably shouldn't expect all of that. I think it's the right thing to do. The fact that he sort of stepped back and gone, okay, I came in so to get promoted. Our start's not being great, so expectations drops a bit. I mean, he, he said that it's the right thing to say because he's not where he, he's not where he expected us to be in the table. So saying the expectation of promotion sort of being thrown thrown out the the window this time moment in time is fair enough for me. But now. I want to see what Tyler says here because his opinion quickly different to what to what I've just said. No, I, I actually agree with you, Alex. You you said it rightly. I've got nothing else to say. You said it rightly. Though. I mean, yeah, I also agree because you know, a manager it, it's it's all about hype, isn't it? Realist, realistically, when uh, a new manager signs for a club, I think every club in football has done this at some point. Um, a new manager comes in, all the hype, you know, we did it in pre-season. You know, we, we go from beating teams, yeah, okay, the teams might not necessarily be on, you know, our level, if you could say. That's no disrespect to the to the teams. But, you know, we turned up, we beat a team, I can't remember who it was, but we beat a team 7-0 and then, you know, we beat in teams 5-0. And then as soon as we play, we play crew in a friendly, right? Or it might have been in the cup. We're, but, we're yeah. good. Wigan, that was the one. And, um, it, was friendly, it was friendly first, then Cup, I think. Yeah, so we played them teams that are more towards... Well, they're higher up, actually. Um, but, yeah, we play them and then we lose, you know? We, we got... That realistically probably should have been a uh, a red flag to Ian Everett to be kind of like, okay, maybe need to calm down a little bit. Because, yeah, okay, the League One teams, but at the same time, a club like Bolton probably shouldn't drop further than League One, and we have. So, you know, it is kind of like, I understand why he has taken the step back, but, you know, he's he's brought on this part of the criticism himself, to be quite honest, because he has, at the start of the season, hyped it up as if it was going to be kind of easy, which, I don't know. I understand, obviously, like I said, um, I understand. He, he's come in, he's hyped about getting the Bolton job. I get it. You know, it's a new challenge. Signs all these players that, you know, really should be helping us get towards the top of the table. But it hasn't happened. And a, a large part is, it's not an excuse, but a large part is obviously COVID. Like um, was said earlier, you know, they're not allowed to go out and socialise. 
with as many people as they wanted to, you know. Um, the whole team can't go out and socialise and gel and build chemistry. They have to do it pretty much only in training. There'll be like little kind of clicks within, you know, people already know each other and whatnot, but that's not enough, you know. The whole team, especially like, for example, I think the wing backs and then the strikers, I don't think they've had a lot of time to gel. They're only doing that in training because I feel like if they had have gelled and, you know, they could have gone out and socialised. I do think Doyle would be on a lot more goals for a start. Or he'd have had a lot more chances. Uh, Delfonso probably would have been on a lot more goals. Because, um, you know, at the minute, Kioso looks like he's the only one that's getting, you know, he's actually crossing the ball to try and find the striker. Whereas um, Brockbank's done it a few times. Uh, but yeah, obviously Doyle's injured as well. He's back in the next couple of weeks, hopefully. So it'll be interesting to see if uh, when Doyle does come back, if he does finally get supplied. Um, that's actually another thing I kind of want to talk about as well, actually. You know, there's a lot of people kind of memeing Owen Doyle right now. You know, last season, 25 goals. And then he comes to Bolton, he scored two, three. Yeah. Um, it's, what are your thoughts on that? Do you reckon... It, it's kind of deserved or what? No, it's not deserved. It's too early, too early to like start sticking on like goal, like how many goals he's scored because he's, he's come to a new team. You don't expect him whacking like 15 goals in what, especially three weeks already, do you? It's a new team. True. It's very true. Um, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, it's kind of like, you know, there has been chances that you would, if you if you have watched Doyle in previous seasons, for example, last season, I, I've seen uh, a lot of chances this season where he probably should have put them away, which is kind of, you know, it's not entirely his fault, you know, one thing, him not getting the ball, but then at the same time, it's like there was one clip, again, I, I can't remember the team, I'm awful at this, but yeah, um, against one team, he kind of just decided to sack off his teammates and dribble through like three players on his own and get one-on-one, -on -one, but then he didn't slide away. So it does make me question, for sure. I have no, no question that Doyle is a very good striker. He is probably outstanding, to be fair. But this season, you know, especially now when he comes back from injury, he might have been knocked further off course. Uh so he still may not score goals and, you know, help us win games. Uh, he will in other ways, I'm sure. But um, at the minute, I think, you know, Sarsevich is on more goals than, than him at this point, I'm pretty sure. Does does that not kind of send alarm bells off? Because at the end of the day, your midfielder has got more goals than your striker. Does that not alarm anybody? <laughs> Not really, no. But, but then why does it not? Because, you know... It doesn't alarm me, because... No, it doesn't alarm me, as I was saying, because they're all part of the same... They're all part of the same team. Their job is to score goals, whether in whether in striker or midfielder. Um, so, for me, yes, Sars is our top scorer, but Doyle's only got the two. But there's no need to, to panic, because I believe... Once he gets a service properly, he will. 
it's not firing again. It's just he's not with the club very long, and obviously everyone's still learning about how each other plays due to the sheer volume of players that we put in, as I said before. But I can I can just see Doyle getting at least 10, 15 goals. So I'm, I'm saying he'll get at least at least ten for me. But we'll see what happens when he's back from injury, and if something we worked on to get supply line up to him better. Yeah. Um, it is what it is, isn't it? You know, uh, if he comes back and does start firing all cylinders and getting goals, great. I hope he does. But for me, it is kind of... I agree with the point that you made about, you know, they're all there to score goals, which obviously I understand. But um, for me, it's kind of like Doyle, a player of his capability, you know, yeah, okay, the service, I've said this as well, that he's not getting the service from, let's say, midfield and also the wing-backs. Um, but for me, you know, when he does dribble past a few players and then doesn't score, that's the part where I'm kind of like, right, okay. Yeah, okay, obviously coming out of lockdown, he hadn't played for months and months, I understand that. And um, it is kind of like a player of, of his ability probably should still be able to go through and do that and score goals. Um, and yeah, it's, I don't know. Doyle is a very good player. Don't get me wrong. I just don't know if he's going to be able to, uh, score as many goals as he did last season for sure. I don't even know if he, personally, I don't know if he'll manage to get double digits. I hope he does, but, um, yeah, Tyler, what are your, your thoughts on Doyle? I think with his like, starts at season, we're a bit like, Bit shaking, and when he's got in, like he's now injured. So I think when he comes back, I think he should. I think he will start firing on all cylinders, and hopefully get get some goals. That's if we get like good re- receiving passes to him, and make making them chances go in. Yeah. Um, so yeah, just to kind of a, a, a quick summary of what we've talked about today, because. Um, I think we will leave it there. Um, I might, I might just uh, ask you both a question. Go for it. At the start of the season, like when we made all them transfers and all them people saying, "Oh yeah, Bolton's buying the league." What, what's your thoughts on everyone saying that? <laughs> it's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> what else? I believed it as well, if I'm honest. You know, because. Um, <laughs> I mean, you can say we were buying the league, but we didn't necessarily spend money on players. You know, okay, yes, wages and stuff, but all of our transfers were pri- primarily free transfers. Well, in fact, all of them were besides the loans. They were all free transfers. So we've not actually bought anything. <laughs> so it was kind of funny in that sense, but at the time I didn't even realise. And I was kind of just laughing along with it, like, yeah, okay, uh, we're going to win the league. It's going to be easy. And then, uh, now look at us. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I, I said, I just think what happened there, sorry, uh, sorry to interrupt. Um, it's just, well, when it's, we sign players and people are like going, oh yeah, we'll um, win the league. I just think it was part of the hype that came with signing players that know the divisions like your Doyles, your Sarsoviches and all that. We were signing players experience for the league and everyone thought at the time oh yeah, Bottle have got players or they're going to destroy the league but it's, everyone's entitled to get carried away, especially at that time when you're signing players like Doyle and Sars as I mentioned because 
and keep saying it again, they're experienced players who know to get out to get out of League Two. So I can I can see what the hype was about in terms of fans getting excited, and there's nothing wrong with that. But I don't know. Everyone, as I said before, I'm going to say it again. Everyone, everyone at that time and now is entitled to their opinion whether we were going to this League Two or or not. Yeah, I agree. It was all part of the hype. You know, I got caught up in it. Probably 99% of Bolton fans got caught up in all the hype um, in the preseason. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that is going to be it for this podcast episode. Um, I'll just do a quick recap. Uh, basically, all three of us here believe that Ian Abbott should be in. It's far too early in the season for anyone, in our opinions, to be even considering getting rid of Ian Abbott. Um, I'm going to back him all the way. I'm sure a lot of people are going to back him along the way. Um, like I said, very good manager. He's got all the right words. He now just needs to try and string together some results, you know, momentum. And then you never know, maybe at the end of the season, the minimum we'll get is playoffs, which I'd take. It'd be a lot more stressful, but I'd take it. Um, but yeah, I have been Aaron, and this has been the Bolton Fan TV podcast, uh, and I've been joined by Tyler and Alex. Uh, also, go and check out the Once In, Never Out podcast that Alex is the host of. Um, it's a very good podcast. Um, it's available on Podbean, right? If I'm getting that right. Yeah, Podbean is correct. Uh, yeah. Also, yeah, go and follow uh, him on Instagram, BWFC underscore central. Uh, to keep up to date with all things Bolton Wanderers. Uh, Tyler, I don't suppose you want people to follow you on Instagram. I don't know. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I forgot what it is. But yeah, TJ, somewhere or other, you'll find that you'll see his ugly mug. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Hey. Uh, we are now also available on Apple Podcasts as well. Um, yeah. We're now on a whole bunch of sites, uh, but the main three, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, and Apple Podcasts. Be sure to leave reviews as well. Uh, let us know where we can improve because we are new to this. And yeah, thank you all for listening. And I hope you all have a very good day.